Hey everybody, we are diving into another uh, discipline of activity or engagement. And this one, it's all about guidance, really the guidance of God. Like, and really what we spend our time today is how do we hear God's voice? The many ways that God speaks to us. And so let's lean in. Let's kind of learn about how to hear God's voice during the week. I know it's tough, so lean in. Hello and welcome to the Fathom Beyond Sunday podcast. I am Christina Scott here with lead pastor of Fathom Church, Kyle Nelson. Present. (laughs) Present. Present! And accounted for. How did you answer in class when it was roll call? I don't know. I'm too old for that. I don't remember. Come on, I'm older than you. (laughs) Something sarcastic to try to make the class laugh, I'm sure. Something stupid. Something to make somebody laugh. Mine was, I was such a rule follower. It was here. And that and like that's it, right? Like a little hand up and here. Yeah. And that was that. Or I would just say nothing and just kind of like Oh, the head tilt, the chin up. Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> my my disdain for that was so evident. Sure. <laughs> I think it's because you're cooler than me. No, yeah, not I so think, much. I think that's what it is. Oh goodness. Well, here we are. Uh, delighting in the disciplines. We are present and accounted for, and we're continuing to delight in the disciplines. And it has been a delight. Totally. It has been a delight. Loving it. Even in these um, habits of letting go, which today we're um, getting to to jump back into engagement, like, but even in those ones of letting go, like we're still, it's, I don't know, like, I'm trying to find a synonym for delight. Like it's joyful, right? Yeah. <laughs> like it's it's fun and it's enjoyable. And so today we are back with another discipline of engagement or of activity. And this one is guidance. 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 So that could mean a lot of things, right? We're going to be particularly unpacking the guidance of God. Yes. Uh, God's not guidance. your GPS. Yeah, not your GPS, not even your grandma's guidance, right. but God leading us. And um, and you said this is a discipline of activity. Yeah. Yeah, we're engaging mm-hmm. in what God is leading us to do. And that's a really important thing for our life. If we're going to end up where with, with the life that he has planned for us and not... Mm-hmm. And I think that's probably a good place to start Yeah, is that what we should want for our life is what God wants for our life. Right. You know, whatever dreams we brought to the table from elementary school or from playing MASH. Oh, man. Come on. Bring it. All like all of you, the flood just like it rushed just hit, into your mind. Hit right? you like, in the feels. Yes. Right <laughs> oh, that was good stuff. Uh, what was your car? What were your three cars oh, on MASH? Oh, my Mesh? goodness. So for sure. So we had this thing, and I don't know if this was universal to MASH okay. or if this was just... Us, but like you always had to, you yeah, always throw in a crappy, yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. right. So you yeah. always had to make one really terrible, right? So we would always, my terrible one would always be like a bicycle with flat tires. Have you done this with your kids? <laughs> no, no, but they would probably enjoy it. They would. My kids yeah. would love yeah. this. Yeah. My kids would love this. My daughter in particular, we, my 10 year old, we love actually this. we had this thing where we added an O, so it was Masho. And I don't even remember was it what occupation. The, no, maybe what? I don't oh, even wait, remember. No, but Masho is about your house, like. Right, a mansion, apartment, a shack, or a house. Okay, maybe that's so. A what was the one. O? Um, 
I don't know. Uh, maybe it was like outhouse. An outhouse? Yeah, 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 something like that. <laughs> um, anyway, we we were talking about something. Wow, we really yeah. were. And that one took me. That one sent me. Sorry, yeah. <laughs> yeah, if we don't come back quick, we're going to be too far off that no cliff. No kidding, no kidding. Uh, we were talking about guidance. Yeah. And uh, not being led by MASH. By the life that we, God dream, wants for us. Yeah, absolutely. And what we, what, what's what the dream want. that he has for our lives? Uh, and we've got to start with that, that he does have... Um, uh, a plan for our lives mm-hmm. and, and good, good plans for yeah. his glory, for our good. And really to, to engage in the discipline of, of guidance is to trust that. Right. Right. Um, at every juncture. And I think the difficult part comes into, okay, how do we do that? Right. How do we do that? So right. before we do, let's take a second to just reflect on the ways that God guided the people of Israel oh, yeah. Um, through yeah. the Old Testament mm-hmm. and then maybe carry that to the New Testament, how God guides us today, and maybe we'll unpack some things there. So yeah. thinking of how God has, you know, God led his people and guided the people, how did he reveal himself yeah. and guide them? Yeah, he was a, a pillar of fire and cloud, right? Yeah. Like he was... Fire and cloud, literally. How? What was it? Where, where were we? We were like, and you don't go past it. Where where the fire goes, you go. You don't pass it. You don't stop if he keeps going. Yeah. And like, oh, like this is the deal: is you only go where the cloud goes. Yeah. You only go where the fire goes. Yeah. If the fire stops, you stop. Yeah. If the cloud stops, you stop. For sure. I think of God guiding the people um, through prophets. Mm-hmm. You know, certainly that was, um, you know, the Old Testament prophets that we have. God was trying to get their attention. He was Mm -hmm. trying to guide them. And all those prophets were trying to do the same thing. Right. Guide them back to the covenant and to, you know, re-engage. Yeah. In their spiritual disciplines of relationship with the Lord, right? To honor the Lord in the Sabbath and to restore the tithe and to... To, to trust the commands of God and to honor uh, all that he is, to love him first and not have idols, um, all those things. Yeah, I think he, there. Were, I mean, certainly in the Old Testament in particular, we can see him guiding by, like, with the commandments. Mm-hmm. Like, there's very specific guidance yeah. in written, like, here is this written by the hand of God that you're going to put in the middle sure. of the your law. camp, yeah, right? Absolutely. Here is the law. Yeah, I think of... Um, you know, just who's Elisha on the mountain and is like waiting, you know, I think we may have done this on a previous podcast. Yeah, yeah. Of just, he's kind of waiting for a sign of God. Like they're in like a severe drought mm-hmm. and famine and like God, you just show up and there's right. all kinds of like enemy <laughs> um, stuff, spiritual warfare going on. And, and God's, there's like a, like a fire and a thunderstorm and God's not in any of that. And he's just in this still small voice, yeah. this little whisper, this little wind that comes by. And God was in that, yeah. you know, speaking and guiding, mm-hmm. comforting yeah. through all of it. So God speaks to us in a lot of different ways. Yeah. Um, Where, what do we, how do we see him guiding and speaking in the New Testament? Yeah. So the spirit of God was present in the Old Testament and very, mm-hmm unique ways and this you'd see the spirit of the lord came upon them mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. spirit of god was hovering out over the waters well yeah. in the new testament when the veil um of the curtain or the curtain was torn mm-hmm. at jesus's death 
Um, it, it was not just a physical breaking of that veil, which was incredible and miraculous, Absolutely. but it was a spiritual yeah, um, symbolism yeah. of the access we had. And, you know, Jesus promised it's good. He said, it's good that I go because when I go, then the Holy Spirit will come. And he's like, it's good for you. Like nobody in their right mind was like, it's better, Jesus, if you just leave now. But Jesus like, no, it's going to be good because then the Holy Spirit's going to come. And the Holy Spirit lives within every believer, you know? So it's Holy Spirit. I mean, it's a primary way affirming and confirming God's guiding voice. Jesus says, my sheep will know me. They'll know my voice. And Mm -hmm. so that's what Jesus says. But then I think as I interact with a lot of sheep, they don't know his voice as well. Like it's hard to discern his voice. So how do we do that? Yeah. I think too in the in the New Testament we all, we, we have the literal Jesus, um, and the words that were added mm-hmm. to the scripture. Right, so yeah. up until Jesus' time, the scripture was like yeah. was done. Like right, like the scripture wasn't being written. Then just Jesus is here, and and there's lit- there's all of this. We have the New Testament because Jesus was born. Right. Yeah. <laughs> like that's why we have yeah. the New Testament because of his his birth and then, you know, all the way up through to Revelation. And we have his... an example in Jesus of how, how to follow, right. right? You know, exactly. We've got these, yeah, all, all the added New Testament scripture mm-hmm. for sure. And so. then even, and I think about, you know, the, um, the red letters don't stop in um, John, like after the gospel, because then we, here we are in Revelation yes, and yeah, it's absolutely. the revelation of Jesus yeah. uh, to, to John. And that's in this vision or. Yeah dreamlike state. I don't know what you want to... So lots of ways. New Testament, we're we're guided today with his word. We're guided by the Holy Spirit. Mm -hmm. We can be guided by, you know, friends and mentors and spiritual leaders, all that. Um, Let's unpack it a little bit differently. Yeah. Yeah. So um, previously, it's been a long time that you did a sermon series uh, a long time ago, which you can find in the archives, yes? I did. um, January of 2018, I did a series um, really about hearing the voice of God called Whisper. It was, you know, I pulled some of uh, the material and content from uh, Mark Batterson's book called Whisper, kind of took his title there and kind of Mm -hmm. ran in my own direction with it with some of the the headings that he uses here, because I think they're really helpful. Right. on hearing the voice of God, and that God speaks to us in a lot of different ways, and it's not just billboards and, right. you know, um, a loud echoing voice from heaven. Right. So how, how does it? Yeah. thunder crack, yeah. right? But here are these, like, so we have a, a list of a, a seven ways that we're going to talk about. This is not exhaustive, but yeah. it's it's a great place to, to start. And so the first one is sign language, mm-hmm. right? If it's a, a language God is using, he'll use signs. And that is, let's talk, I mean, Loud and clear. All Old Testament and New Testament signs and wonders everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, this is what we like would love, right? If <laughs> God would time. always just speak in like a big Bil- yeah. billboard sign for me. Should I take this job? Should we move? Should I take this position? You know, should we whatever? Right, right. Yeah. Should I marry that guy? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just show me loud and clear when we're praying over something. And it doesn't always come like that, but certainly God does speak like that. But it can, it can. Can can you think of, um, so for me, and and this isn't even a sign that he showed me, but it's a sign he showed you, but I think of it as part of of the fabric of Fathom Church is 
the name, the name. Fathom Church. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> we're driving down the road in Tampa, and we're kind of le- le- legit have been talking on that drive about a name for the church and praying about it just in that season before, um, I mean, right at 11 years ago, uh, from the time we're recording this podcast, pull up behind a big pickup truck and it literally has the word fathom just plastered on it. And it just struck me and it was like, boom, kind of here's your, here's your sign. Here's your sign. And I just couldn't get it out of my mind and heart and knew that that was what God was branding us. So, yeah. And so, so sometimes, right. Sometimes we are, we're praying and we're meditating and we're, we're, you know, prayerfully considering something like what you're just talking about and, and he will, there's, yeah. there's a big, bold sign. Mm-hmm. Other times we need to go to the word. Yeah. It's scripture is going to tell us. Absolutely. <laughs> Romans 12 two you know, says that don't be conformed anymore to the pattern of this world, but be renewed, um, you know, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind so that you can test and mm-hmm. approve what God's perfect will is his good, pleasing, perfect will. Um, so how are we going to know the will of God? Well, a renewed mind and the ability with a renewed mind that, that, that really sees life biblically, that sees the world begins to have that one. We, we have like godly wisdom, mm-hmm. you know, uh, filling our life, but we're able to discern right from wrong. But then, you know, some of the things that we're discerning in the will of God, it's not, is it right or is it wrong? Like, is this the thing that God's asking me to do and guidance. And and so sometimes the scripture doesn't always help us with that. Right. Sometimes God gives us actually a sign in the scripture Mm -hmm. of something there that he's affirming that is a, it's, it's maybe even out of context for what it is, but it speaks to us in that moment to be clear. We got to be careful with that. But, um, God speaks to us through his word. He guides us there. I think too, like very clearly, the scripture will show us the difference between right and wrong. Mm-hmm. There's, I mean, just no, like no mincing words about it. The difference between right and wrong is very, very clear in the scripture. Mm-hmm. Um, but sometimes what we're looking at and going through is like, this is not like, do I take one path or another? It's like, there are eight paths out in front of me, mm-hmm. right? There are eight paths out in front of me and mm-hmm. I'm trying to figure out where to go there. Yeah. And so sometimes he's going to speak to us through our desires. Yeah. And, and we've got to f- uh, filter everything through God's word. So oh, we've got to filter all these other things through God's word because God's never going to like contradict himself. He's not going to speak out of both sides of his mouth. Mm-hmm. And so if, you know, we're, we're seeing, you know, feeling something like we're talking about desires mm-hmm. now, for th- like feeling this, okay, does it contradict God's word? Right. Right? God's telling you to go, you know, I don't know, do something that contradicts his word. Well, he's, right. he's not telling you to do that. That's right. you. That's you talking, not him. <laughs> right. Um, and so w- we do have to be careful and not be led by our feelings, but we, we also have to realize that God does put desires in our heart. Mm-hmm on some things that are not against his word, but they're actually leading us. It's mm-hmm. God speaking to us, a desire to, you know, to travel internationally, you know, and, and do missions, mm-hmm. right? Maybe that's a calling on our life that we actually feel and we're avoiding, right? right. I'm just kind of pulling one out sure. there. Uh, it could be all kinds of number of, of desires that we have, and, and God's actually speaking to us through them. Yeah. I think um, that we probably don't talk enough about, and when I say we, I don't mean um, 
like specifically this podcast, but in generally in general, the um, the church and we don't really talk enough about how like God when we're listening to him, he changes our desires. Yeah. Like he really does. Yeah. And so this thing that would never have been on our radar at mm-hmm. all, this becomes a desire in your life. And and you go, where did that even come from? Yeah. Well, most likely yeah. in, in a changed life, For in a new sure. life, that's, that's, so that's a desire from God. Yeah. Um, and so it's not just like, oh, I've manufactured this and I've changed myself because yeah. I want to be a good Christian. But God begins to change the desires of our heart to what he desires for. Yeah. I was thinking that Psalm 37, 4, delight yourself in the Lord and mm-hmm. he'll give you the desires of your mm-hmm. heart. And when you delight yourself in the Lord, he does. Like He shifts our heart to care about the things that matter to him. And, yeah. and I would say there is a personal part of that, very deep, that God knows. Mm-hmm. He does know the desires of our heart. And his plan, that's why it's like it starts with, trusting in his plan, that he's going to lead us in that when we delight ourselves in him. So delight in the disciplines. Yeah. Here we go. Yeah. So the next one, this next language that God speaks through is doors. Mm-hmm. Well, right? So we have these desires <laughs> and then who, like we don't open our own doors very often. Like God places a door and, and mm-hmm. he's the one who, like, I love this when I hear the word doors with regard to God, like in, in thinking about our spirituality, I think of that like fling wide the gates thing, like how only God is the one who can, who can do yeah. that. It's not something that we can't, we can't just go around opening doors for ourselves. Yeah. He does that. Yeah. I think about, um, you know, certain, certain shifts that we might make career wise or mm-hmm. maybe a moving of a house or like, mm-hmm. I, don't, I don't really want to move, but like if God opened a door like that, it was like, Oh, this is like a no brainer. Like mm-hmm. maybe this is something we, we've got to pray. Right. Is this guy doing this? You know? Um, and it kind of, I, I think these yeah. begin to kind of work in conjunction with one another. Right. Like there's a door. So I'm going to go to the word. I'm going to seek yeah. God. I'm seeking his guidance, you know? Right. Well, and you and I have a, a good friend of ours who, had not considered a job change at all yep. until the Lord said, like the Lord put in front of him a here's job opportunity, yeah. right? Yeah, here is sure. here is this job that is uh, like a role that is open to you. Like, would you consider, mm-hmm. you know, coming and, and changing careers and coming and yeah. doing this? And yes, like yeah. that person wasn't even considering yeah. a job change at all. Yeah, God speaking. <laughs> and right. got right. Yeah. And it was like, oh, actually, yeah, like, yeah. That could be really great, and yeah. that could okay, Lord. Like, yeah. if this is what you want for for my life, okay, I can, yeah. I can do that. <laughs> so, yeah, that's that's pretty cool. Super cool. What's the next one? Uh, the next one is dreams. So desires, doors, dreams. Hit some alliteration here. It's just for um, me. yep. Dreams. Um, this is one that um, I think can weird people out mm-hmm. <laughs> for sure. Um, but man, does God. He, he really he really can use dreams in our life to reveal something mm-hmm. to to guide us to answer us um i i remember years ago um our neighbors who we have a wonderful relationship with now um and just can't, really can't imagine them not being a part of our life um so i hope they stay forever but um there was a, a season where that house was um our previous neighbors were selling it 
and they it, it needed some work and and man I just I wanted to purchase this house. We share a driveway. I'm like this would make a ton of sense. We could rent it out. We could let family live there. Whatever. Um, and I was just, I had all the plans. I spent a better part of you know three four or five days just like running through. I mean wide open on an idea. And if you've ever been around me, when I just get a hair about <laughs> something. Specifically, my wife, she knows, like, it's it's much. It's and, much. And I just, I went through those few days, and I'm like, all right, I'm going to submit to the Lord. Mm-hmm. Like, Lord, whatever you want, and I'm going to do it. I need your guidance on this. And I went to bed that night, and I woke up, and I didn't have a dream. Um, I, I had a dream, but it here's all it was. No. Mm. That was it. No. <laughs> so I, that was that was my dream. There was yeah. no people. There was no nothing. It was just a no, and I was so settled in a piece of that because God said no. Right. Um, the long story short is there'd end up being a guy through all this that I would be able. That was a subcontractor that I would be able to to witness to, um, who had attempted suicide multiple times. I, I was able to you know pray with him, give him a Bible, give him a devotion. And um, and just really speak hope into his life. And I said, God, if it was for, it, I, I didn't make any money off this thing. If it was just for that guy's salvation one day, praise God. Like yeah. it, it was, it was a no. Um, but and it was a closed door, right? You know, but right. it came through a dream, right? Well, and um, we wouldn't have the Book of Daniel without dreams. Yeah, <laughs> right. I mean, if God didn't speak through dreams, for sure, we wouldn't have that. Yeah, like the. Basically, the book would be like yeah. so Daniel fasted or whatever. Like that would be yeah. that would be the entire. <laughs> right. Yeah, that's a great one. That's a great book. one. Um, yeah. But so he definitely does, right? It's scriptural. It's not just because we want him to speak in dreams that he does. So yeah, maybe that maybe it freaks you out a little bit, and you don't want that, and yeah. God, and 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 you're not open to that. You're yeah. closed to, to that. But like. It is biblical that he speaks for sure. in dreams. So, for sure. Um, yeah. So the next one, we're going to go to a, another set of alliteration. We're going to leave the D's and we'll, move into We'll hit these a little faster and kind of yeah. put these together. So people, promptings, and pain. People, promptings, and pain. I actually have a, t- a sermon title by that, People, Promptings, and Pain. I did them all in one because um, th- there can be a cross-section of... of uh, these promptings that we get, um, just a, a light nudging, mm-hmm. right? Just something like it tells me to be doing this, and it's like it's not anything from my head. It's just something in my heart yeah. that's drawing me. A gentle nudge of the Holy Spirit to do something, I would call that a prompting. Mm-hmm. Um, people, certainly God is speaking through people in All our life. All the time. Yeah. All the time. Um, and, and I mean, and, and that's what the New Testament is, is God using people to to talk to his other people, right? Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, yeah. for us now, it's his yeah. word and yeah, it, it's scripture, but in, sure. in, that, in that time, and it was then, it's not any less his word because yeah. he used people, but that's what it was for them very practically mm-hmm. using people to speak to other people. Yeah, yeah, that's so good. And then one that's that's kind of tough is, is pain. Yeah. You know, people, promptings, and pain. And I mean... I think Batterson in his book talks about just like symptoms in our life. Oh, uh-huh. Actually, you know, we can, you, you've probably heard or had this happen in, in your family. Someone was experiencing some pain symptoms that were, mm-hmm. you know, mild of sorts and they went in to get testing and they found out there's a much larger For thing sure. going on in their right, life. Right. And that 
You know what I mean? It was the pain that actually prompted <laughs> that right. conversation or testing or whatever decision to get surgery or whatever it might be. Um, you know, and it can't, sometimes God is leading us, you know, through our pain, He's speaking yeah. to us through our pain, um, things that we've gone through and he's leading us mm-hmm. actually towards ministering to right. on the other side of that. Absolutely. Right. Is a way that he's speaking through pain. Well, and because he did create us, we are formed <clears throat> in, you know, formed by him and created by him. He knows that he gave us biologically pain receptors, but he mm-hmm. also knows he gave us emotionally pain receptors, yeah. right? He knows on both, like the, that both of those get our attention. Yeah. And so, um, sometimes we want to put that pain away and kind of like lock it away. Right. We want to numb that, but, but sometimes like, and not every time, right? Like you stubbed your toe, you walked into a whatever, like that's not (laughs) necessarily God speaking to you through your pain, but it is, but, but some of those things that are like this nagging thing, Mm -hmm. like this thing that is, is ongoing, um, lean into it a little bit. Yeah. He may be pruning something through that pain. Yeah. Yeah. So guidance, this one, there's so many ways to engage in that, right? There's so many ways to engage. Um, I yeah. love that list. There's... If you want to go deeper, check out that sermon series from early 2018 on wherever you listen to podcasts, or check out Mark Batterson's book, Whisper, which we kind of outlined for you there, yeah. Cliff Notes. Yeah, it's good stuff. Um, we hope that this is prompting some conversations in your world. Uh, we love to hear from you and get feedback from you, so you can always do that. Email me at info at fathom.church, or you can text the keyword fathom to 97,000 and follow the prompts. Tell us um, which of our jokes was the dumbest and tell us which of the things was uh, the most helpful. Uh, We love you guys. We're grateful for you and we're grateful that you're diving in with us and growing with us. We're all growing together in this Delighting in the Discipline series and we look forward to having you back here next week. Nailed it. Adiós.